You're listening to Post Dramatic Stress, hosted by Charlotte D. A weekly podcast to connect creatives and communicate about the highs, lows, and laughs of being in a creative industry. Hello and welcome to episode 11 of Post Dramatic Stress. Um, today we're going to be talking all about creative partnerships and um, why not start off with my wonderful creative partnership, which is with Isabella Jacqueline. Because I'm obviously wonderful and because Charlotte and I got on so well when she interviewed me for two <laughs> podcasts once that we were like, why ever not? And we found our creative partnership to be somewhat different, haven't we Charlotte? Very different. We're very different people, but I think that works. <laughs> I think I'm nervous and awkward, and you're very calm and collected. So um, yeah, I think it's I think it's working well. I say nervously and awkwardly. <laughs> and I think what's important, what we've discovered, is that working together is so important because there's got to be compromises. You know, yeah. when Charlotte's just hosting, or you know, when I'm directing films or whatever, it's very much what do you want. But I think when we're working together, it's like, what do we want? Yes. So. Yes, there is a lot of that going on. And what I want is to introduce my two and your two and our two guests that we have with us today. And we have, so that I don't get the wrong, I'm going to read them from my paper. We have Emily Lowe, who is a model. She is a writer. She is an actor. She is a director. And she is 19. Hello, everyone. <laughs> I love this girl already. <laughs> Me too. Way too talented for my liking. Um, although wonderful for podcast liking. And then we have Peter Renzullo who is a director, a music producer, um, he is a podcaster as well in the past, and a composer, and maybe other things too that I've missed, Peter? Yeah, I'm 24 as well. You're 24? <laughs> you look 20. That's blown my mind. Wow. <laughs> and what we love that we can talk to them about today is creative partnerships, because yes. like us, they are in a creative partnership, but they've been at it Maybe a little bit longer than us. What do you reckon, Charlotte? I think that might be very true. Um, maybe we should start with that, guys. Do you want to tell us a little bit about how you met? And, um, yeah, yeah. How you well, a... it's a very interesting story. So I had pretty much just graduated from high school. I was first semester uni studying script writing and I had legit no connections in the film industry. I was like trying to contact people, but no go like I think a lot of time in the Perth industry there's like clicks which is perfectly yeah. fine but it's hard to get into these clicks yeah so I was trying to contact people I didn't have an agent at this point I just had like <laughs> iPhone shot headshots all that stuff hey we've all been there we've all yeah. started somewhere <laughs> you know the struggle you know the struggle and uh, I saw this post on like the fifth page of Google and it was for Peter's film anticipation and it was asking for extras and this was from like 2017 it was 2018 at this point and I was like you know what I'm just going to give it a go so I found him on Facebook bit of stalking going on there and <laughs> oh, gave, him, gave him a message stalking, I guess, on, on the podcast yeah and I just said <laughs> exactly I just said um you know here's my resume I didn't like I had pretty much no credits at this point I'd done school plays and that was pretty much it and I said here's my resume here's my really bad headshots if you need any extras I know it's been like months since you needed it but you know I'm here if you please let me be an extra or whatever <laughs> and then he got back to me and he was like oh I actually have a small role for you and I was like oh yeah I'm an extra and he was like you have lines and I was like <laughs> Dream oh my God. I have lines and it was like amazing and I was so nervous and we rocked up and we shot my character was called Freya she was like a sassy bar girl and uh, it was quite a small scene and we did it and I had the best time he was like amazing to work with it was my first proper time like on set 
I'm like, oh my god you know I practiced my lines so many times with my made my family practice it with me um and then I did it and then it was like so much fun and then he contacted me a few days later and was like hey like I really like what you did do you want to be like a supporting character and I was like oh my god what does this mean and then he sent me this script and it had like heaps of for my character Freya I was like oh you know so having you- an excitement spaz so do for you did you go back and see Emily's acting and were like, oh, and rewrite yes. the script? It happened twice in this film. Um, the first time, see, I had an idea for a, a um, plot for this film, as every writer should before they start filming it. But mine sort of evolved a bit because um, it was quite a linear story. Um, and then when it got to about halfway through the shoot, I had this, again, a bit character come in. Um, and her name's Kate Lloyd. She was in a play. There's this one scene, um, which was a flashback scene to the main character's sister, as the main character's sister. Um, so, but then again, her performance was, was really, really great to watch and she was very, very natural. So I thought, oh, if I can give her a bit more, it might be nice just to give that sort of, that offshoot of the story you know, a bit more meat. Um, so I added a few more little scenes that sort of developed into that part of the story. Um, so that, that was a bit of an offshoot to the original story. But then a few months later, then Emily got in touch and then she did, like she said, she came in and did one little bit. But her performance was so, so again, authentic and very uh, realistic. And I thought there was more avenues for developing her character more. So, and this is very much, if anyone's out there making a film, don't do that. It's a stupid thing to do. <laughs> if you have a story, you just shoot that. Um, but in saying that, I'm so glad I did. It's totally. And even, even for the film itself, it's just evolved because it's not a very linear story anymore. It's still a great, it, it, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's not as convoluted as, say, Pulp Fiction, but it is easy enough to follow and it does go off on tangents and it still relates to the main so character. So instead of like a peaky storyline with beginning and middle and end, mm-hmm. you know, we're kind of going on a journey. Yep. Is that what you're saying? A, a, a past journey and also yep. um, a, an element of the character's personality, which was originally not dwell, uh, talked about in the first story. We went into that um, because mm-hmm. of Freya's, um, well, Emily's uh, depiction of Freya. In, it in became the film. like circular narrative. Essentially, yeah, it was really cool. So that, so that for me, it was awesome because, and, and it's my first time making a feature, obviously. So I was learning along the way, which again, don't do that. If you're going to start <laughs> filming, you should know what you're doing before you start. This but is great. <laughs> it was good for I me. I love the enthusiasm. It's, it's really good. Awesome. Yeah, fresh. People genuinely will love to hear that, you know, you're a human being who's like, no, don't do that. <laughs> it know, and the only reason I say don't do that is because yeah. I've, in my next film, I'm not going to do that at all because it was just too it's too stressful it's two years in the making and i was literally doing this by myself for about probably eight months before i got a um audio technician laura mack who was able to do the boom operation and stuff wow. otherwise i'd press record on the thing make things make sure things were in focus yeah. uh, then go off and hold the boom in front of the um, thing get one of the actors to go behind the camera to see that the boom wasn't in shot wow. so i was literally doing that for about wow. eight months it was insane uh, this is how to make a film on a low budget on, no, on a no budget totally no totally. budget and yeah. how much must you have learned as well that, that, that's the thing, that's the thing. Like, I, I was making mistakes and learning from them and I think I'm going to yeah. retain that more than if I just read it in a book on how to do this yeah. and then I don't know it just, it, so for me it was a learning curve luckily everyone else was along for the ride because yeah. it was pretty tough but everyone I mean everyone's on board and everyone was sort of new at this too as yeah. Emily said it was her first main sort of role of, of doing something in front of a camera with, with dialogue yeah. a lot, and 90% of the cast are like that too it's yeah. really cool so it was cool. And remind me of the name of the film, just in case people want to go. Anticipation. Anticipation. We're so waiting with anticipation. We are. <laughs> we use that pun a lot. So yes, this right. Is, um, this is out now, or it's about nope. to come out? It'll be premiering in August. In August. Yeah, okay. I've just got the edit to picture lock, and now it's going to get colour graded. Okay. Yeah, awesome. so a few months to go. <laughs> and I'm pretty awesome. sure we saw some trailer for that. Is that oh, yes, a trailer? Yeah. I may have done my usual stalking this morning and oh. seen the trailer. So if I can find it, that means our listeners can find it too. I mean, yeah, you're totally. pretty smart. There's three of them, but yeah, they're, they're all oh, in the film. Three. There's three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. 
Um, just to take us back for a minute, I still want to know, I feel like we got really excited about the film and I want to talk about that again later, but I want to know how you guys became a partnership. Tell me more about the rest of the story, how like you, obviously you started out, you know, you found each other through mm-hmm. acting yeah. and, and, and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. But then what happened next to make you um, team up and what have you teamed up? Well, for, for me, from my side of things, because um, obviously through some of the... I, I also invited Emily to give some opinions and criticisms on the film, little tiny edits of scenes and stuff that I did, because I, I just I valued her opinion on, on what how it was flowing. Yeah. Um, so, and I found from, judging from this, the way she reacted to certain scenes, there were things that she suggested or had thought about that I was thinking, oh, I, was, I was wondering that too, it was pretty cool. So there was a synergy I found between her and I. Yeah, it was, cre- cre- it was almost creatively. creepy level. Like, yeah. we'd be typing, we'd both send like almost the exact same suggestions at the same time that's right yeah which is which is awesome to find when you're on such the same wavelength as someone what was that like like finding someone that that was so in tune with you yeah well it it first started when i sent you my year 12 production Mm. oh yes we we talked about that and you liked what i did and i was not expecting this at all like we're so different like different gender different age different background you're a muso i can't Mm -hmm. seem to save my (laughs) life so (laughs) (laughs) and so i really did not expect this and it it was one of those things where the more you talk the more you learn and Mm. you become so much more open and i was so surprised i'm you pop i don't know if you were surprised Mm. too but it was just some beautiful thing that we'd suggest like oh i've got this idea for my um my course because for script writing, you have to do like ideas and I'd send it to him and he'd be like, what about this? What about this? What about this? And then we'd have like for Lazy Susan, we had just, you just had one idea. That's right. Instant. And we'd pretty much fleshed out a whole mid-length film in one afternoon, just like intense texting. Yep. Like wow. you have to be devoted, I think, to that person and like, I want to do well with them. Yeah. And if you're at that point, it just clicks and it's like a beautiful thing. And it does help that because a lot of my, if you look at the film and you've seen the, the trailer, it's not a lot of happy moments in the film. I mean, there are light moments that's quite funny and pretty cringeworthy moments in it, which is really awesome. But but at <laughs> it, it, its essence, it's quite a dark story in a way. Um, but I found with Emily, she's a very dark soul as well, creatively. It's awesome. I think we get along well, Emily. I have the darkest sense of Well, there you go. Oh, yes, <laughs> and, yes. And, and I think Bella, too. I think oh, you're... Same. We're all a bit we're twisted, mutual. actually. Maybe yes. that's why we've I mean, Maybe everyone and... should just kind of stop listening now. Like, <laughs> yeah, maybe know, it's going to go to a real place. <laughs> so it's cool. So, yeah, this... Um, that we mentioned Lazy Susan. These are little shorts we're doing. So Lazy Susan's one of the um, shorts we're doing. And it's, uh, again, it's a quite a dark story, but I think it's just something about that attracts me to those stories is that sort of side of humanity, which yeah. is really uncomfortable in reality, but it's cool to explore creatively, you yeah. know? And, um, and I found that you like that too. So that was why yes. we connected really well on that level. My like thing is like um, humanity sins and like the seven deadly sins, flaws in humanity and really mm. addressing them with a symbolic sense. So and I think you love a lot of symbolism too. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. a symbolism gal. I'm an experimental gal. Totally. I love that. And a lot of the time I'd be kind of like, should I share this or is it too morbid? <laughs> and then I'd share it and he'd be send like the yes gif. And I'm like, totally, guy, totally. He yes. knows what I want. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So for you guys, it was just like, almost like a love at first sight and a creative partnership. It, totally it was, was always yeah. going to work. Yep. Yeah, definitely. Have there been any challenges that you're willing to share? Because you know, Not really, no. The thing that I think that why it's working with the two of us from my side of things as well, any suggestions that we give, we explore if it's going to work or not. We actually give it enough uh, time to be tried out, at least. Mm-hmm. That's good. No ideas are shot down completely. If there are ideas we disagree with each other, then yeah. we'll say why our side of it we don't we disagree yeah. with it. Yeah. And but there's there's never a contention. It's, it's always yeah, exactly. about well, this is why I don't. I, 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 if you don't understand certain thing or I understand something you're not doing, we explain why. Yeah. I think if you're going to be in a partnership in that regard, if you don't have if you're not open 
to understanding the other person's point of view, yeah. even if you don't, understand, if you don't, you don't agree with it, yeah. then it's not going to work. It's, yeah. it's like any relationship in life. Yeah. You I suppose it is life. Can't be stubborn. Mm. Yeah. If, you, if you don't look at things from yep. other perspectives, I mean, you can yeah. be a person that no one likes. Exactly. Totally. Creative people have a challenge with like letting their idea go sometimes. I think a lot of creatives, like my idea is the best. But a good thing about Peter and I is we are willing to be like, maybe not, like, his idea, I'm going to try it. And then it just kind of snowballs. We're willing to accept things that we would never have thought of. Like, as I said, very different backgrounds. Mm -hmm. Some things he suggests I would never have thought of. Same with him. Both, yep. Yeah, so but that's good... so nice. That's probably the best kind of partnership because I think it's challenging those boundaries that you have yeah. as humans. Like we're talking about, you know, all of a sudden you can think about things that you wouldn't have thought of and yeah, totally. have your idea challenged and yeah because when you said like sometimes as creatives we don't want to let go of our ideas and I yeah. just like physically cringe you were like that that hits home. oh no that's me <laughs> it was me it was me I was always a solo like in school I was like I'm doing it this way I'm doing it my way and then I opened myself to collaboration which I almost never do because I think a big thing as well is I'm not used to people sharing the workload and Peter 100%. Yeah. He is so helpful. We both share it equally. Yeah, totally. Like music, he's got, you yeah. know, everything. Yeah. So that's a big part of it. And a well. great thing I've also found um, is that a lot of the ideas I've had that I was so passionate about, we talked about it and then we disagreed to it, we try it and it doesn't work. I'm not so precious that I say, oh, I still want to do it. Mm, um, exactly. So I think being humble enough to say, well, you know what, the idea was cool, but it's obviously in this context it's not going to work yeah. is really important too. Because what just, are you serving, your own ego or the project? Yeah. And that, that's important yeah. to know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, rather than just keep, like, flogging it. And yeah. thinking, no, I, it could, we could just change it. We could just make it yeah, work. Exactly. Yeah, exactly, exactly. right. Exactly. You just, all of a sudden, you're also missing out on the amazing flow of the energy where it could just go somewhere else. Totally. With this, yeah. You know, yep. and, and happen naturally with people actually on board rather yes. than just you, like, segregating yourself from everyone. Yeah, exactly. And like you yeah. said, are you doing it to serve your ego or the project? Mm. And mm. if you mm. love filmmaking, acting, whatever, you want to make the project as good as it can be. Yeah. Mm. And look, if you're making a film, when you're passionate about an idea of course you need an ego to drive that because you want to because it's your idea your story yeah. but to be open to other suggestions i think is imperative mm. totally. in, less ego probably and more focus well yeah. focus yeah totally exactly. yeah yeah perfect mm. so you mm. guys had a really easy it sounds like i'm maybe i'm maybe it's not easy <laughs> i'm like you guys just had the easiest experience <laughs> I mean, it's, probably, it's probably well, it, it was easy it, in the sense that everything clicked but surely there were points when you know when creatives get together and if you're doing the journey by yourself and there comes those awful low patches where nothing's happening inspiration is dried up we've all been there I mean I've been trying to write a script the last month and only yesterday has it clicked and I'm like finally yes I'm there so for those um, moments it's so hard to do it alone but do you guys find that when you have those moments that to actually go back to each other and be like you know hey, um, I'm kind of feeling low. Should we make something? Should we brainstorm something? Do you find that that's really got you out of some dark places? That is so relevant because that literally happened to me like about a, two weeks ago mm -hmm. and I just nothing was working and I'm sure you guys feel the same. Just nothing is happening, nothing's working. Everything you try, you just don't like. And I contacted Peter. I'm like, oh my God, I'm having a mental breakdown. And he <laughs> was like the best friend ever because I think we're also such good friends. Yeah. So much advice. We're like, let's do this. We're doing this next week. We're going to do this. And I'm vice versa. I know you had a problem exactly. a while ago as well. And it's that you don't just want to make stuff together. You want to support each other and you want to be friends with each other. And if even if you have that co-worker relationship, 
but there's no friendship. There's no like love for each other and wanting to make each other as good as possible. I don't feel like it's going to be as successful as what we had. Then it's just a business partnership. Yeah. As opposed to being a, a genuine creative mm-hmm. collaboration. You're right. Yeah, exactly yeah. it. It sounds like there's a lot of trust with you guys. Definitely. And I think... Has to be, yeah. I yeah. wonder if that's why it's so successful because you guys can have that mo- moment of being so vulnerable and being like, I'm having a melting <laughs> breakdown. Right. Help yes. me. And not, not worry about the consequences of that in your relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. That he's not going to judge you, then it'd be like, oh well, you know, she's a bit emotional. I'm well, <laughs> not going back there again. I, I said that pretty like way back when we first started like, yeah. collaborating properly. That, I sort of made that really clear um, from the start that uh, she could come to me with anything as far as the obviously even for personal things too. But just mm. with, with regards to any idea she has, anything, any roadblocks in her writing, or whatever, I'm totally open to anything. You know, because yeah, you have to be. If you haven't got that person that you can just do that with, you're going to be yeah. really withdrawn with that. And I, I think I wanted to make it clear with her, I could be that person where she can just open up if she needs to. Yeah. Um, I think everyone needs that. I mean, no matter, even though there's 19 years between us, I think it's important to have mm-hmm. the ability to talk to someone of that of that different age group. Yeah, definitely. And still feel like you can get different some sort perspective, of new perspective, and yeah, it, it yeah. builds over time. Like. The only reason I trust him so much is he's given me so much to trust. Like, he says he's going to do something, he's going to do it. He's going to put his whole heart into it. He's not going to cancel the night before or leave me hanging or anything like that. He's going to be there. He's going to be reliable. And that builds trust over time. The accountability. I feel that with Bella. Mm. I know that she's just such a professional person that, you know, she's if she says she's coming, she's going to come. Yeah. I'm not going to rock up on a Sunday morning mm. to do this podcast and be like, okay, I'm alone. <laughs> <laughs> this is awful. Yeah. Um, so I think that's so important. That Definitely. Can... But, but for like those suspicious people out there, because, you know... <laughs> We all obviously have great elements of trust <laughs> in our souls. Bella's very suspicious for our listeners out there, I feel. Can be quiet? <laughs> yeah, we I don't need this negativity on this podcast. <laughs> I am a very trusting person, okay? <laughs> Just asking for a friend. For mm. those suspicious people out there. <laughs> obviously. I mean, not me, but... And then, do you guys, are you naturally, you know, trusting sort of people? Like, will you trust in a collaborative partnership? Or, or is it something that you guys really only have now got because you've sort of earned it. Yeah, uh, I was exactly like you. I legit would not trust anyone, probably because I've had projects where people just have not carried their weight load. Or if they have, they haven't put like as much effort in and it brings the whole project down. So I, I still am very like hesitant with people and I don't know if like, oh, are they really wanting to do this or are yeah. they just wanting to be famous or do they actually care about the art? But like I said, with Peter, it starts with like a, you know, just like a mutual like acceptance of each other and then it kind of grows into a friendship and then you start working on projects and then you're like oh, this guy knows what he's doing he's willing to put in the hours he's willing to put in the work so it always starts at that suspicious level <laughs> and then it grows 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 and if they give you nothing to grip onto nothing to trust then it's probably going to fade away but yeah. luckily with peter he gave me a lot to look forward to every day we talk about stuff it's like excitement it's what you look forward to so i feel like it grows nothing starts as like yeah I trust that guy, you know, he's my man. Yeah. So it grows, yeah. So it's yeah. wisdom as well. It's like choosing that creative partnership wisely, like Charlotte wisely chose me and you guys <laughs> wisely chose each other. I would have been so... crazy not to wisely choose <laughs> yeah. So do you feel like you guys kind of chose each other or was one of you sort of leading I certainly felt like I, I, cho- I wanted to work with Emily. See, I'm, I'm 38 this year. And I've been in the music industry side of things for 20 years. So I've had a lot of experience with trust and mistrust in the creative level with other people over that year. So I know I've, I can sort of see in my mind the, 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 the cues of when to look out for certain things. And I didn't see that in Emily at all. I just saw it's a genuine want to do something really creative and, and really nice. So 
um, I saw an opportunity to work with someone who was willing to be really proactive because mm. a lot of uh, collaborations can start like that and then it turns out being one's carrying more of the weight than the other. Mm. And well, that can be some contention there. It's, it's, it's not nice. brainstorm forever and nothing ever actually exactly. happens. Yes. And, and that, that's 90% of the collaborations a lot of the time yeah. when they start off. I think yeah. someone has to have the drive and yeah. someone has to have the yeah. ideas yep. or it has to be an equal split. Yep, whereas with Emily, I, I found, like, for example, we'd be discussing a, an idea and I, I might mention like this Lazy Susan idea, uh, which is um, a story we'll get into, I suppose, eventually. But the idea, I just gave her this, here's this little nugget of an idea. And she came back literally what, an hour or so later with some fleshed out dialogue. So he actually took the initiative to, to start making something up. And a lot of people don't do, they don't do that. If they yeah. see, if, sometimes they'll latch onto you and want you to do all the work because they think, oh, this guy's going to yeah. do amazing stuff. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll just tag along. And, and But with Emily, not at all. She just takes it and runs with it. It's that next step of not just saying, hey, I really love what you, like you get something to, like you say, to review yeah. from your your collaborative partner. Yep. It's that next step of not only going, hey, great work, but also here's what I think I could contribute. Yeah, totally. Exactly. My ideas. And I think yeah. it depends on the motive. If they want to just, you know, be a famous actor, a famous director, just get yeah. someone else to do it. Or if they love the art, they mm. love the creative process, you know, they love the creation, the editing, the hours, the brainstorming, yeah. yep. the killer, you know, yeah. we love that. And yeah, that's totally. what we want to do. So totally. I think that's the motivation behind it. It's just more exciting. I think it's exciting seeing an idea form out yeah. with two minds working on it. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, obviously with anticipation that came from just a full fleshed out idea. But like I said, there were offshoots as people came along. But with you, it was good because when we start ideas from the get-go, initially the idea is let's both work on something with this. So here's the idea. Now let's see what we both got. It's not a case of this is mine. You can add to it if you want to, but this is my idea. It's never yeah, exactly. like that with us. So exactly. that's why it really is a collaboration in its truest form. Mm. There'll be like a leader as a person like pitching the idea. That's right. But as soon as it's out there, we both just say, what about this? What about this? What about this? It's yep. not like this is my idea. You can give advice if you want, but yep. you know we completely create it together. So creative control, mm -hmm. I feel like... Uh, there's a lot of people maybe asking for a friend. <laughs> yeah. They might be right. control, control freaks, you yeah. know. They, they, they're out there, strange people. Mm -hmm. strange. Um, but they exist. <laughs> um, and I just wondered what's, your, what's been your experience in that. Like, um, for me, like, I want to share so much, but also I think I care so much sometimes about my mm. idea, like we were talking about before, that I just can't let the creative control go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess making that idea of uh, really clear at the start. That, yeah. I mean, if, you, if you're working with a collaboration, we haven't done, have come across this yet, but when you have an idea that you say, look, this is my idea, I want you to be part of it, but just to be clear, this is my idea, I want you to be part of, not here's my idea, let's, let's mess with it and play with it and, and make it. But yeah. so far, everything we've done has been that, has been this is the idea, let's, let's really try and see if it can grow with yeah. both our ideas. We haven't come across a situation yet where you've had an idea and you just said, okay, this is what I want, this is a story, this is a plot, this is everything I want in it, um, I just want you to look at it and just give your opinion. Hmm. We haven't come across that yet. In saying that, um, with this is obviously from anticipation, I'd have the edit of the film and I have little ideas and I, and I really generally wanted Emily's uh, input onto what to do with certain scenes. Mm. And some of the things she gave has just made the film that much better because of how her perspective on it was, was more, I guess, uh, fresher than mine was because I, I had the idea two years ago. Now you come along two years later after seeing the full fleshed out idea and you said, well, how about putting this scene here that's so early in the film later on to make the audience also be with the reveal mm, instead yeah, of just them knowing about it. And that was something that, you know, I I didn't really ever think about, but then when she put it forward, it was like, hey, that's a really cool idea. So that was her, that's an example of us, of my idea that she tried to change, which actually I'm glad she did. 
But nine times out of ten, everything that we bring to the table from the get-go, we know we're both going to share. Yeah. If you have an idea that you want to keep that's just yours, it's got to be pretty clear from the get-go you want yeah. it to stay yours. You know? yeah. uh, even in collaboration form, just let them know, yeah. I want to share yeah. it with you, but have don't change it. Have a vision and not compromise <laughs> it, even if you can compromise the story structure yeah. and that halfway fine. through, not actually compromise the vision halfway through because yep. then that's when you're going to suddenly clash and be like, um, excuse me, yeah. I'm here yeah. and you're there. Yeah, so. exactly. Um, but I think that's about setting the boundaries then. Mm-hmm. And even that you guys seem to have a very natural way of doing that, but um, I think there are boundaries there that you guys just know. That, like, oh, that's this, right, that's right. This is your level of involvement and yep. this is what I'm inviting you to do. Totally. And then there seems to be a lot of respect around that. Mm-hmm. And then... Maybe if you're like me, once that process has happened, <laughs> once you know someone's kind of on board with the vision, you're like, oh, okay, well, now I can release. There's also, I suppose, <laughs> that we are also our separate entities. Mm-hmm. So if there are moments where you have your own creative ideas and you want to put it forward, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be part of a collaboration. You just want their input because yeah. you, you respect them creatively, mm-hmm. but you don't want to bring it to the table as the creative collaboration. You just want to say, well, this is my own one. What do you think of it? Yeah. That's going to be really clear from the get-go. Otherwise, it can be misunderstanding. Yeah. Um, and it's no one's fault. It's just because you're so used to being collaborators. Yeah. Suddenly, if you have an individual idea that you bring to the table, yeah. initially, you're going to think, well, here's that collaboration idea. Let's just mess with it. But if you want to keep it yourself, make it really clear. Yeah. And I think I think sometimes, um, as a screenwriter, you myself, um, you'll find that you will have an idea and you'll have it written out and you'll be like, you know what, this is so relevant right now and I just know this will do well. And I, for me that happened with a short film that I did recently whereas I just couldn't get anyone on board this thing because mm. they were like, it's a black comedy about sexual assault, no way, won't touch it. Yeah. And I was like, well, it was going to do well and now it's picked up, I don't know, 15, 20 awards and it's only been yeah, competing for a while. So I'm like, <laughs> you see, so it was that point of knowing, no, I'm not going to compromise exactly. on that because yeah. I know it does have potential. Mm-hmm. And how do you guys find that? You you haven't really found that point yet where you've been like, no, nah, one of you's been like, mm, no. no what but I how like would do, you yeah. feel like you would know that if that yeah. happened? Well, I am actually quite a control freak. I'm sure you found in some of my oh. messages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially, I think a lot <laughs> of creative, yeah, especially females tend to be more, you know, because we know what we want and we get it. Um, well, maybe we have to fight harder as well. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Sometimes, you know, like to be yeah. heard. Which is why Peter is so good. young females. Yeah, exactly. And which is why <laughs> I was a bit more, you know, because obviously you were very different and then you were so open and you treated me like exactly your equal, even mm. though I'm a lot younger, yeah. you know, I haven't had experience behind a camera and you treated me like legit equal. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that is what I can work with. Yep. And I think what you need to do with boundaries is say, just say you want to make a comment on the corruption of youth or mm. something. You say, this is what I want the comment to be. This is the style I want and this is the theme I want. And then you can work with that. Mm-hmm. If you don't have an like, exact style or theme you want, you can be a little bit more flexible. But if you want that, like with your um, genre and things, you say, this is what I want. We can work around it, but mm-hmm. this is what I want to portray to the audience. Mm-hmm. And that's why you're so good is you say, okay, I get that you want that. Now let's work around. Let's work the dialogue a bit. Let's work the setting. But we're going to keep that theme the same. Yep. And you got to be like, not really pushy, not like, this is what I want, but <laughs> saying, I think this would be good because... Yeah. Blah. And if you can explain it and you know what you want, yeah. and if you have a good collaboration partner, they should be very understanding of that. Yeah. yeah. And then maybe the why, even if you, like it's a different vision than what you than, than what you'd initially intended that it ends mm. up to be, yeah. the why is still in there, and maybe yeah. it's just translated helpfully, hopefully, mm. through your creative partner. Like yeah, exactly. They, they've helped you to still achieve your why, but maybe in a way you'd never thought of achieving and it. You need to be challenged <laughs> as a filmmaker, actor, whatever you are. You yeah. need to be challenged, especially yeah. by someone who's different to you. Yeah, if you're yeah. in your same group of, yeah. if I was all around teenage girls all the time, they'd probably think, yeah, yeah, that's great. But someone who's so different to you might say, 
I've kind of had different experiences. You're not portraying like males the way I like or older people the way I like or musos the way I like. This is more realistic. It'll create a better film and it is hard to be open to change your idea. I totally get that. But um, if, if it makes the film better and it gives more perspective, I think yeah. that's a win-win. And I think that's very true because you don't want to, you know, be a young listener in case you're any of that out there, um, <laughs> like me and Emily. <laughs> <laughs> across the table from such age gaps mm. and I think and we're all getting on so well and we're doing stuff together mm. and I think that's a thing like don't you know just graduate high school and take off with your bestie and yeah. start making stuff because it's nice but it is going to probably be very one-dimensional content isn't it because mm. when you have um, different life experiences different age gaps it's quite powerful when you can pair up and create something that's very different yeah exactly and I think your personal growth will be better as a human mm. being that you're that humans challenge each other and it change it challenges you and just the, the the amount of experience that you can get from someone else I think is just so important if you can be open in the way that you guys sound like yeah. you so successfully are mm-hmm. um I just that is something I am really open to I love how people can change you and open you up to these ideas that you just never thought you'd have yeah and, challenge your belief system exactly challenge you the more perspectives you have the more Mm. fully fledged and realistic most likely the film will be Mm. because Mm. that is film anyway it's a challenge Mm. of perspectives challenge of reality you know it's meant to be you sit there and you think about it and it changes you because if it it doesn't it probably (laughs) didn't do something right (laughs) let's be honest I'm sure anticipation will be fine, guys. <laughs> Let's hope they see what happens, yeah. <laughs> We're definitely going to talk about some of your projects soon because I want to hear more about, you know, how this creative partnership mm. has led you and what it's you know done in fact let's just talk about it yeah, yeah, yeah. where has this creative <laughs> partnership taken you like what has it what have you created together tell us more about your projects and what you've been doing well we just uh, finished up filming a short film called dog eat dog world which we had some good fun that was with cool, yeah. yeah and and um i wrote that one and peter gave me some great advice he shot that he was like the cinematographer behind that and that's why it works, because one of us will do the script and we'll, someone will edit it, someone will do the directing, someone will do the music, someone will do the acting, someone, mm-hmm. everyone shares it equally. Yeah. And I think that's also the case with Elvira, yeah. which we've created, which started from a dress. I sent him this really awesome Victorian dress and I was wow. like, yeah. dang, it's this looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, this looks like a vampire is, is dress. That a, that's your pilot episode. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Stalked. So let us come and play. Be part of it. <laughs> we're raising money for that right now. Oh, yeah. how are you raising money? Tell us. Um, so what, what's it? it's possibly. Possible? I think it's, uh, it's possible. I think it is. The yeah, possible. with the double yeah. Z, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah. And we've got uh, three thousand out of five thousand now. Raised. Well yeah, jump on there, guys. They can almost get there. <laughs> yeah. Stay there for a minute. So that's kind of a creative partnership in itself. It's a partnership with like you know the greater wider audience. So yeah, how yeah, did definitely. you? How did you do that? How did you fundraise in that way? So we wrote a like a really small kind of segment that we were going to add and we filmed it. He did amazing sound work and that was a lot of collaboration on that. He totally. sent me one thing, I suggested this, he bounced off that, yep. added this, added that, added that and it ended so differently to mm-hmm. what we originally planned. Mm-hmm. We um, put that up. He's got heaps of connections in the music industry. I know quite a few people like my age, no one really in the film industry, but yeah. like people who are really supportive. Yes, mum. Uh, <laughs> and then so we sent it out and we were like, oh, we've got some like prizes, not prizes, what are they called? Like well, incentives. Pledges, incentives. Yeah, yeah, incentives. Yeah. I mean, we basically filmed a, a teaser of what this story is about, Elvira. 
Um, so Emily was dressed up in her thing. My sister's a great special effects yeah, makeup artist. So, good. Oh, wow. so we got her to do all the proper things. And um, and one of the characters from the uh, my film Anticipation is also in this little teaser. In fact, <laughs> quite a few of the characters yeah. actors in that are going to be in this Elvira thing. So it's kind of a I, don't know, I guess a Tarantino, Bushimi sort of thing. You know, all, all the usual friends are in the same films. <laughs> so, well, that's a creative partnership too. Yeah. Also, <laughs> so Perth yeah. is a creative partnership, well, isn't it? Is. It's a small little it's very small. industry. We all yep. know yeah. each other. Yep. Yeah. And I think yeah. what's so great is we are so open to letting anyone who's passionate and has that drive to be a part of it. You yeah, know, well, like yeah. if you want to be a part and you have something to offer and you click with us, got the passion, we're like, heck yeah, come mm. on board. We want to support everyone in this yep. industry, yeah. give as many people chances as we can. Mm-hmm. And um, that's same amazing. with like how your sister, you know, then she knows people, then they know people, then they know people. Mm. The more people you know, the better connections you have. And I think when you've got that kind of energy on a project, you attract the right kind of people. Yeah, I know I that so. sounds a bit hippie and spiritual, but I, I do <laughs> think it's true. I think you, what you create, you attract or what you attract, you create. I don't know what I'm trying yeah. to say, but you know, yeah. that, that, yeah. that energy will naturally go out there and the people that don't have the same will really you know drop yeah, away definitely. the ones that are on board with you will naturally come on board and hopefully it is it is a sort of very refining process like for example with um with the experience in the film i was making I, there was quite a few people that i got on board initially who were, who were you know i suppose friends in the industry mm-hmm. but they slowly lost interest and they left which is fine um, but then there's ones that came along that were like just, I'd never met them before, but they'd seen like Emily, like they would seen the pro, the idea, the the film uh, page and what I was doing, and they got in touch just randomly um, to to be part of it, and then they ended up being my biggest supporters. So I have found that this is almost uh, I suppose it's quite rude, but it's a weeding process to get the ones that you really want to work with. Yeah, you know, it, it's it's really quite it's as simple as that in a weird way that you do this for two years. You're going to find the ones that really want to work with you will stick with you. The ones that don't, yeah. they go. And there's nothing wrong with that, but they're, they're the yeah. ones that don't really click. Yeah. I suppose it's different levels too. Like, you know, if you want to shoot something over a few months, just quite casually, then I suppose Compared your super years. professional um, <laughs> film crew are going to be like, well, we want dates and we want, because that's fine. You know, they've made it in their little area. That's they're right, off that's shooting. Right. And then there's all the newbie graduates and that that are like, nah, like, give us a film <laughs> set. <laughs> so I, I think that's also good. And it's like different processes, um, different aspects of the creative journey. And it's great that you guys have been able to assist that original aspect, which will, you know, ignite that fire that will then hopefully continue into yeah. a streamline. And then they'll hopefully, you know, be on projects down the track, yeah. which are quite locked in. And as they get older and more experienced with yep. a CV, such as yep. things that you've been doing. <laughs> I, I think the weeding out is a nice, is, is, it's a realistic thing. It's pretty accurate thing. It's with, like, with some people. <laughs> it's, it's, you have to do it. And, and that's, you know, brings me to my next theme, conveniently, of mm-hmm. choosing new creative partnerships wisely. Mm. I think that is an important thing because you want to work with the people that are going to support you and challenge you and be on board with the vision that you have and that you try and create. Um, and it sounds like you guys have chosen very wisely because you're, <laughs> like, you know, getting so much out of your relationship. Yeah. But um, maybe, I don't know if you guys have had any experiences where you maybe haven't chosen so wisely. You Absolutely. don't have to mention names, but like, is no, no. There, has there been things that have gone badly and why and well, what ha- did you do? <laughs> Half you know? the plot of the film, the anticipation is based on real things that happened in, in my past in the, in the capacity as a studio engineer and yeah. also as a musician. Yeah. And the choices that were not great and that I just stupidly stayed with because it didn't, you know, I guess it was just young and naive. And young doesn't go with naive, by the way, I'm not saying that, but I'm just no, saying yeah. because I was young, and I was naive to the idea that there are people out there that won't just have your best interests at heart. Let them go. Yeah, and and also you just don't realise that there is another option that there will be someone else that might come along and who is actually better for 
your, uh, your I guess your, your purposes and in my case it was the music industry but yeah so for 20 years I've been learning uh, that and also seeing the visual cues there's certain things that people have in their personality that I now recognize well that could probably lead to issues later on right, yeah. um, and it's more to do with um, I suppose like we were talking earlier about the level of control and allowing to give a certain level of control yeah. and, and also there's certain things that I've had the benefit of experience in life to see that that's going to happen before it happens with some people. Um, so I found with, with them it was easy because I could see straight away there wasn't that. Yeah. Um, there wasn't any presumptions there with, uh, with regards to her trying to take control of what I was doing or even that there was any fear of me trying to control what she was doing because yeah. I just knew where I wanted to sit in this. And I think M was the same from, mm. from get-go. I think it's also, like I said before, motive. Like, why are they doing this? Yeah. Mm. I think a lot of people in just the industry in general say, you know, I want to be famous, but I don't really want to put in the work. You know what I mean? You kind of get that a bit. But with him, it was like, oh, I don't care if my name's on it. You know, I just want to make, like, art. I just want to yeah. make film. I oh, just sure. Wanna en- I enjoy it, you know? So if you enjoy it, I personally haven't had any bad collaborations because I haven't really collaborated much, like, besides Peter, mm. out of mm. it. Like, I've done some but I've only kind of been in the film industry for like a couple of maybe half a year yeah, or something yeah, sure. yeah but I'm totally open to letting people in and everything like that and I think you have to be give them a chance you know and if you click mm. you click if I hadn't have given Peter a chance he hadn't given me a chance this never yeah, would totally, have happened totally and you know if they just want the fame if they just want the name on the credits if they just want to be the star then for me personally they're not going to work with my interest and yeah. my motive they might for other people but knowing what you want from it do you want to make art? Do you want to make a comment? Do you want to just enjoy what you do? Yeah. I think knowing your motive is the best way to avoid bad collaborations. Okay, interesting. Would you mm. agree? Is that, like yeah. you were saying, you've picked up all these for, like, so I, I agree because I've come from a level of 20 years of experience of that. Rosemary's yeah. just, this is, she's green to this. Like you took me out of yeah. high school two years ago <laughs> and, you, and, you, and you'll find, and see so your, your, your sentiment is very true that you'll find that there are certain people who will want to have, reach, will want to reach a goal and they'll see that you can get them there. Yeah. but without them putting up much work in. Exactly. And I can recognise those people straight away because of what I've dealt with in 20 years. How do you recognise them? I just see that, okay, there's certain things that they'll say at certain points of our collaboration yeah. or certain behaviours they'll do. Um, uh, for, for example, a lot of it is going to be where they'll be super enthusiastic about a certain idea and suddenly when it comes to delivering it, they'll, be, they'll have some issues they can't really talk to me about, but they, they want to still be part of it. And they really, mm. they, they, they become, I don't know, it's hard to explain, it's, it's quite a nuanced thing, but it's very obvious that they're going to start pulling out or pulling away because they realise that what you're doing isn't going to benefit them too much. But it's, yeah. it's, it's I don't know, you, you, you're straight away. I know, you know what you mean. Totally, yeah, totally. And I think there. through yeah. the through the process of experience, you start seeing that more. Yeah. Um, and you have to go through that, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so what I've found with the, I mean, I've, when I look back, we haven't even collaborated for a year yet. I mean, it was July last year you sort of got in touch first. Yeah. It feels longer. I know. But in a good way, you know. Yeah, I think yeah. I, I just find that I've yeah. connected with them really easily. And I think the reason is because there is no real pretense to you. You put in the effort. Like I said, I'll bring an idea to you. And before I even get a chance to say, well, what do you think about doing this? You've already come back with dialogue. Of, oh, this is, <laughs> what do you it's think It's awesome. This, yeah. you're, you're, you're passionate about doing it and you're passionate about doing the work, not just about the idea of being part of it. You actually mm. wanted to be part of it and be visibly active in it. Yeah, right? and if you love what you do, you'll, you'll gravitate to those people that just love it. And with anticipation, you started with pretty much you were doing it just by yourself. Yeah. And now you've got like sponsorship from yeah. Black Magic Cameras, you've got yep. screenings, you're on the news. Mm-hmm. And I think it, if you find that person and you're passionate with them, it does pay off in the end. Oh, God, so yeah. even if it takes two years, if you love it's it, if you enjoy right. it, it's going to be good. <laughs> yeah. And I think that's what it is going to come down to, isn't it? Like slightly, you know, defining that love because, you know, like love in life, we all have a different idea of what love is. Um, and I think love in Korea, it's the same thing. Everyone's, you know, 
everyone can be involved in something and it will get to a result. And one person's like, oh my God. And one person's like, oh my God. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, because we all do have that different mm. idea of what works. I just think if what you're doing yourself when your creative work is doing gives you goosebumps, you're doing the right thing. Interesting. And if you can't go Pretty to sleep because you're still giving you ideas. That as well. Yeah, totally. So many totally. sleepless nights. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, it's what about true. this? It's what true, about though. this? What do the goosebumps tell you? I, I reckon they tell me I'm onto something. How does it, like, Personally, what does it I'm onto feel? Something. Is it like a gut feeling? Like, is it just, it's what like is it? When is you it like see... a, ooh, like a nice goosebumps feeling? Or is it like a... It's when you see that moment in a film that you think, oh my God, and, and, and yeah. your hair's back on the back of your neck. Or, 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 yeah. you, you realise that something is connecting with you in that moment. Yeah. Um, and I think if you can achieve that through something you created mm. or something that you've brought to the table and someone else has said, how about try this? And when you do it, it's like, oh my God, that's exactly what it needed. And that's what you then guys you know, get from each other. I got that from the yeah, yeah. one particular moment in anticipation it's that nice. I it is that, nice. that I, I mean, the, the, there's a scene where um, there's a reveal that the, uh, what I initially had thought was to have the audience know what happened to uh, the main character's sister mm. from the very beginning, and then when it gets to the end of the film, you're, you're wondering, oh, is he going to find out? Is he going to find out? You know, so that was my idea. But what Emily thought was to actually just remove that from the start of the film and put it right at the end, so the audience discovers that right at the end as well. So it's a surprise for everyone. And when I did that, the way it flowed was just so amazingly better. I found. Mm. Again, there was that goosebump moment. It was like, this is what it needed. And I, I didn't get that myself. I needed her to input into that moment. Even though it wasn't a collaboration in that film, just the fact that she recognised that was an option that could be making the film better. And I ran with it. It worked so well. It's almost like an art form itself. Collaboration. Yeah. Isn't it? It really yeah. is. It's, it sounds like... complicated. I mean, just between us. Like, <laughs> it's hard um, to explain it to someone. Like, you know, you know, you know what I mean? Like... His film, I'm just an actor and I'm not a producer or a writer or anything, but I still want to make his work as good as possible. So I'm willing yeah. to give that advice for not expecting anything. I yeah. just want it to be as good as possible. You just want the best for this person and their project. Definitely. And I think mm. there's also lines, like, you know, depending on the level of project you're on or whatever, you know, there'll be projects where you'll get on there and it's like, no, you just, you're the actor. You know, you That's right. don't yeah. say anything. That's right. And, you know, I've been on projects where you'll be like, you know, I've something as simple as I feel like this one line's wrong I feel like the objective perhaps we're on a different page mm -hmm. and they'll be like look I appreciate that <laughs> but just do it because <laughs> I'm the director and I have the vision of the whole film at heart mm. you little actor are just looking at your little character and no okay you don't know we're not on the same page do what I say and it can be quite detrimental for a creative person mm. but I think when you see the end product you can often be like no they yeah. were right yeah, exactly. so I think it's Often being able to, you know, do you find that, have you found that being in a collaboration has made it harder going onto normal film sets and that, where they're like, literally, do not collaborate. <laughs> have you found that a little bit jarring? Yeah, I, I have. Because I, yeah. I always have, like, something to say, but I'm like, <laughs> but I think it's trusting the person and the, you know, the bigger the film, the more, you know, effort, trust, you know, things like that. Um, but... With Peter's, it was such a fun set. You could have banter, you could talk, yeah. but with these ones, obviously, it's very like just say your lines, don't mm -hmm. you know, interact that much with certain people. So I think the setting of the scene and the place you're um, filming really impacts mm -hmm. if you're able to talk up or speak up <laughs> or give advice. But either both are good, like both teach you. One teaches you to be creative and you know speak your mind. The other one is more like do your job and just exactly. focus on yourself and focus on what they've given you mm. and don't try and change things because you believe it's better, you know. And perhaps doing just one or the other could be detrimental mentally because yeah. you're either feeling like a little squash puppy that can't get anything yeah. right and mm. can't make any decisions or you're feeling like a god and like, oh, I can do anything. Yeah, exactly. So it's probably really healthy to have that mix. Like yeah, well, see, for me, I started off in the... 
uh, industry as a score writer. So I was told literally for scene to scene, minute to minute almost, what the director wanted me. He'd sit in with me actually I wrote, as I wrote the score. Um, Jordan Prince wrote when I wrote, I wrote the score for his film, his first feature, Decadent Depraved. No, we and were talking about Jordan we're... last week. Oh, were you we were. Oh. He wants oh my god! Oh, I thought you were going to Yeah, so I, I actually acted in that. Yeah. I was the damsel in distress. That's because right. Because if everyone doesn't know, it was a Western film. Exactly right. It was the biggest independent film to come out of Western Australia, in fact. So. It was. It totally was. And, and, and it's, it's even still doing the rounds at certain festivals and stuff. But that was an experience I found that, and and also just the um the the way Jordan would explain to for me to do something musically was not from a musician's point of view. So he'd say, "Oh, I make that one there a bit sort of more sparkly." <laughs> say, so did you mean more sort of like trebly, more sort of sharp on the ear? He'd say, no, 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 more more twinkly. <laughs> what does that mean? And, and I, I, luckily, <laughs> I'd made explain. luckily I'd made four of his uh, short films first, so I, I managed to find his ebbs and flows pretty easily by the time language. I got to that. But it was literally he'd sit there with me, and I'm glad glad he was. Minute to minute of every uh, scene in that film, I'd, I'd work out what he wants for the um, score. He'd tell me what he wanted in there. Mm. And that was that was great. I was literally being guided by him what he wanted in the score. Simple as that. But when it came to doing anticipation, obviously that was suddenly my baby. I had to just start making this thing work, you know? Yeah. Um, so in a way, I was looking for advice from other people as well. But in, it was also, I was quite precious of this. It was my story. And, it, and also a lot of my personal experiences in this film that were yeah. from my life. So... But then when it came to um, uh, things like when it came to the edit and where things should fit, I don't think I would have taken much from anyone else apart from Emily because I just, I just trust and respect her more. Yeah. I, I, from a creative little, I think it's easy. I think if you have that, that genuine respect and genuine care for the other person, what they say about your film has more credence. Because you, you, you think, well, they're coming from a place of care as well. They, they want to see this thing do well. Yeah, they're actually in the project. Yeah, they're not just exactly there for it. themselves. They're, they want yeah, the exactly. best for you. And, yeah. So in a weird way, if someone had suggested what she suggested with that scene I was talking about, mm-hmm. I might not have even really thought about doing that because mm-hmm. of the person it came from. Because yeah. you have to build up the trust with the person yeah, first. Totally. Because you're not going to just have someone off the street walk in and That's right. Mm-hmm. They might not know what they're doing, right? Because yeah. I, I believe Emily feels invested in this film, that she really wants it to do well. So mm-hmm. when she suggests something... I take it with more weight than someone else who's just sort of a, a bit character who want, who came in for one day and just, I haven't heard from them for months. All of a sudden they yeah. think, oh, what, what's happening here? And that builds over time. Like you're not going to go, bam, first message, I'm working with that person. That's right, that's right. It builds yeah. and you suggest things and you find that flow or you don't. Yeah. And with you, with D&D, this, that was before I even started acting, so I didn't even know about the film. Yeah, right, 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 yeah. And then you said, and I was like, oh my God, and I researched it, I found you on Instagram, and then I found everything. <laughs> we met, stalked yeah. each other. <laughs> and like, so much stalking happened. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and that it gives you new ideas, it gives you new things you never would have thought of. Mm. I never would have even known about that film. And now I'm like, oh my God, I can't wait to see it. Yep. All this stuff, yep. you know, things like that. So it just gives you so many new opportunities, new perspectives, mm-hmm. new skills. I can't do music at all. And uh, he offers so much. He's, he shows me something. I'm like, oh, I love that little quiver part. And he's like, oh, it's actually called this. <laughs> Vibrato, yeah. Like, oh, oh, <laughs> I think you're fine. Oh, <laughs> and I feel like I could hum a tune. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Exactly right. <laughs> We're at the 45 minute mark, but I feel like we've got so much that we've talked about and so much that I could keep talking about, but I'm going to have to start wrapping us up. Yeah, that's cool. So there's there's two things that I'd like to know about. Like, I think the second thing is we want to hear more about what you're doing right now and Mm. where we can find it. Mm -hmm. Um, But the first thing before we answer that question is I've started, um, it's a bit of a new thing that we started last couple of episodes that haven't been posted yet, but um, we've been asking our guests... A question. A question. Mm-hmm. And I was I was wondering about keeping it the same because we've done it twice now. Yeah. And the question has been, what do you wish um, someone had told you? Like, what advice do you that. wish that you'd had 
when you first started? I just think that's ah, a right, great question. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, put me on the spot. <laughs> um, I would say that not everything works. Like with you know, script writing, school drama, they put this vision out there that everything you're going to make is going to be amazing. It's going to click. It's going to flow. But I personally have found that it doesn't work. And sometimes it's good to just let it go. If you really, really love it and it's just not working, put it to the side, come back to it. But some things just don't work and they don't work with well, like what budget you have, what money you have, what yeah. people you have. And you can put it to the side and work on what you have the ability to do. But some things don't work. Some things, sometimes you don't get the role. Sometimes you don't make the script and you can be yeah. down. What I do is I'm down for a day and then boom, I'm back at it. You know, it's, it's completely natural, I think, in this um, industry to yeah. have big setbacks oh, yeah. and to have like a slap in the face and that's completely natural I'm sure everyone <laughs> everyone feels that way you know everyone and gets tough skin put yeah. it that way or they yeah. go under yeah, yeah like it's, it's really big wins in the industry and really big lows so mm. you know have a low eat some ice cream watch a rom-com and then move on you know and then focus yeah. on what you want to achieve that's like that's a very important ability I think yeah. in our industry to be yeah. able to take those knocks and not take them personally yeah because I think a lot of especially newbie actors directors whatever they do take it so personally yeah, and then definitely. they're put off the industry when the industry wants them and needs them they've got a fresh perspective yeah. a fresh voice yeah this is exactly why this is like you're reading my post-dramatic stress bio this is exactly <laughs> why i wanted to create this because we do have these highs and these lows mm. in this industry and then we just go home and we don't often have the ability to share them and go through it with someone so i yep. love the fact that um, we're starting to talk about it and I love the fact that you guys have a creative partnership where you can share that and like you said earlier you have your mental breakdown and have someone to support you because <laughs> it's so important we don't talk about the highs I mean the lows yeah. we talk about the highs all the time yes. it's all over our profiles and look how well I'm doing but what about the lows like good stress and bad stress it because needs we to are be discussed. we're humans and I think like the important mm. thing with this podcast is you can listen to it and you can be like well, you know, I'm not by myself. You know, mm -hmm. everyone's going through this. Exactly. And you, I think it comes down to just that thing in life. You're never alone. Never yes. feel like you're alone because you're not. You know, people are going through the same stuff you are. And yeah. if you just reach out, people are willing to listen. Yeah. Or if you don't want to reach out, you know you can get through it because everyone out there at the top has been through what you're going through yeah, now yeah. and they've all made it. Yeah. So And like I've, yeah. I've, yeah. I'm only kind of new to this. Um, so it was kind of the first big like low I'd have and I was like oh my god like I'm a failure all this stuff no one else feels this way and then I contacted Peter and I was like help me and he was like I completely understand like this is what happened to me before this is how I got over it and I was like oh I'm not alone yeah. so having someone who can be not just like oh move on you'll be fine yeah they actually understand and they want to help you I think yeah. it's so important it's yeah. like not just a collaboration not just a punch it's friendship mm. Totally, which I think totally. works so they well. get it, yeah. That's lovely. Same question for you. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, <laughs> what, it's, it relates so so uh, beautifully because what um, I'd say is if, if I had known that the the advice you're given, positive or negative, is coming from people who have probably experienced the same thing. Yeah. But also it's probably coming from people who um, who probably don't even understand, don't fully understand what you're going through. So in a way, you've got to take everything, positive and negative, with a grain of salt. And really, you've, it's a theme with my film, is that you, the most important person to back in, in life is yourself. If you believe that you are going to fail, then no one, as positive as they are, yeah. will be able to stop you from failing. Yeah. Yes. You, yeah. It's totally on you. And, and my, vice versa, if you really think you're going to make it and everyone's telling you, no, you can't, but you, you can you will. You, you're yeah. totally will. It's really about just getting yourself in that, in that mental um, position. Without you, you, no matter what advice you get, 
take it on board, but don't take it as gospel. You've got to be, believe that you, you can achieve that yourself. If you don't, then it's just going to put roadblocks up and you can't get rid of them because you're the one putting them there. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's important to really back yourself. So for me, I, I think I tell myself to do a lot less of that, a lot less of relying on an opinion about what I'm doing to guide my choices from then on. Like if someone says, oh, you're doing a great job, you need to feel like you're doing what you want. And, and look, don't get me wrong, it's, it's nice to hear that. And, and sometimes in life you need to hear that. You need to hear that you're doing a good job because sometimes when, you, when you're feeling self-doubt, it's irrational. You shouldn't be feeling that self-doubt. So someone's got to tell you you're right. But uh, most of the time, if you're, if you're imposing that on yourself, um, you've got to be the one that's got to drag yourself out. And if you're relying on others to do that, then it's going to just form a, a pattern that you, it's going to be hard to get out of. So taking, seeing someone trying to help you is really important and seeing that they really care is important. But if you can't do that to yourself, it's, it's going to be a, a constant battle. And that person probably Such won't be around because right. people treat you the way you treat yourself. That's right. So if you're like full of self-hatred, self-pity, yep. and just everything about you, you're like, I'm inadequate... Everyone else is going to treat you like that, so yeah. you won't even have that person. But if you stick up for yourself and you're like, I can get through this, yep. then you reach out to someone and they're like, I can see that that person wants to get through this, so yeah. then they'll put the time in. Absolutely. And we have had yeah. one, We uh, it was like a few weeks ago, we did have one disagreement. This is like the first time we've ever had a disagreement, <gasps> a disagreement. on an idea. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and like, we just weren't clicking on the same idea and I was probably being a bit like, no, you should do this. And then he said... Like, I was like, I just want it to be as good as it can be. And he made a really good point. It's like, I'll try them both. You know, I'll do a totally, bit, of this, totally. a bit of that and then yep. we'll see what works. And I think that's why, because I can sometimes be a little bit, you know, creative control, but he is so good with just saying, yeah, you can. A woman Charlotte. But I think what makes it work, in all honesty, is how flexible he is. And if I was with someone who was like, mm, nah, I'd probably be a bit turned off working with them. But really, I feel like what works in this collaboration is how flexible he is and how willing. No, no, about both of us. No, no. <laughs> it's you. No, it's she's telling you. No. And, uh, he doesn't see me as like a 19-year-old girl who's still in uni, you know, just graduated school. He sees me as, well, hopefully, <laughs> sees me as like a creative partner that he totally. can work with, share the same ideas, want to put a story out there. Mm-hmm. And if you have that mutual respect and one person probably will be more flexible than the other, and I'm sure that's just in relationships in life. Yeah. Someone's going to be more, be more mellow. Um, bit more, someone will be more enthusiastic. Some will be more not aggressive, but you know, pushy. Someone yeah, yeah. will be more willing to see good. it. You need that. You it's need part of a, a bit dynamic. Of, yeah, oh, God, yeah. you yeah. need that. If, yeah. if both of you are the same, like same gender, same age, same family mm. background, same everything, it's not going to be as good as it can be. Where's the challenge and how are you? Gonna you grow? need to be challenged. And yeah, yeah, even, even in the softer person, I think there's there's a lot to be learned you know because maybe that's a little bit of what you need potentially and you're like Definitely. ah he doesn't approach them in the same way he doesn't just say yeah. no this is what we're doing he tries it or whatever it is you know yeah, 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 saying yeah. That to you, but, no yeah I you feel know. that and he's yeah. he's taught me so much about it like taking on board other people's criticisms back in year 12 when I made my film which won a lot of awards I was like oh it won because I did it all myself like you know I would never work with someone else and then now I'm like I couldn't imagine not coming to him and saying what do you think of this Mm. you know do you have any advice because I just value it so much and it's taught me so much about working with people that I wouldn't have known if I didn't meet him awesome guys it's like a love fest in here (laughs) what we need need right now is your socials so that all our lovely listeners can do what we did and stalk you sweet that's cool for me it's um it's just uh, feature film anticipation on Facebook. That's what you look for there, and also on Instagram, feature film anticipation, Wonderful. and that's where you find. Me. And obviously, yeah, this, this, and also, are there other ventures though that we should? Yes, well, there are. There's we? also um, Elvira. Uh, t- it's called, currently called Elvira TV series, which is obviously that's our most current one that's in yeah, possible production. Yeah, tell us a bit about that. What is that? 
So okay, so but the, the basic idea is there is this um, this young woman who's living alone, is a bit of a hermit, but once a year she opens up her house to um, to let people through like a little guided tour of her house, and she's a bit of a running joke in this town. Like who is this woman? You know, she's got this massive house, and she's running this. And she's, it's a bit of a quirk in the house. In the, in the um, in people the go and kind of take the piss sometimes, and, and yeah, get exactly someone savory. Right. People going in there. And uh, she's kind of had enough. And there's a lot of reveals that she's not exactly human. <laughs> and we have a whole thing set in the 1800s, going to reveal some past. Um, as, he's, as he said, his sister's really good at gore makeup, so hoping yeah, so to utilise that. <laughs> so we should already. be looking at the prosthetic makeup side, <laughs> oh, yeah. guys. Yes. Makeup artists, watch. Yeah, yeah. and we, are, we would love <laughs> to have criticize. anyone on board. If anyone wants to be like an actor and, and a music person, and they, what do they call it, muso? Sound we will totally have anyone on board I'm who's passionate. So in I'm like this is like, I love like dark twisted things. Yes, oh, yes. Yeah. All that's and there's already. a lot of uh, it's like um a bit of comedy but mostly a horror. It's a dark comedy, yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, it's that's like right. a dark horror exactly. comedy and um so if you don't have a strong stomach. <laughs> Where do we find it again? So. It's called it's called Elvira TV series. It's um on linked Facebook? on my Instagram page. Facebook, sorry, so, Facebook. And yes. what is your Instagram? Oh yeah, page? so at um, Emily E M I L I E underscore low L O W E at Instagram.com. <laughs> so, yeah, and you will see that we're mutuals. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> if you go to that. her profile, I've liked every picture. So. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell them. <laughs> we'll definitely um, put the tags on Instagram later today. Beautiful, yeah. thank you. Thank you guys. Um, I have genuinely so enjoyed talking it's to both great. of you. Thank you, thank you so for having much. Us. Is there any last words that you wanted to cover before I wrap you up? Um, like a just present. Just be open to working with people. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work, but you'll never know if you don't try. If I wasn't open to putting my name out there and being like, would you like an extra? This never would have happened. So if you're an actor, director, writer, and you feel like you've got no connections, Go on Facebook, look at the Perth yeah. Film Network page, go on YouTube, Google everything. It might be on the 10th page. But if you find that, you follow it up, it can lead to some really amazing things. Because yep. I don't yes. think there is any excuse in 2019 not to be doing stuff if you want to. It's, it's all procrastination. For social media. It really <laughs> is. And just chat. I was at a, uh, someone's, an actor friend's birthday last night and there were so many other actor people there. And what really struck me is as a group, actually, we're really great at networking because we're so used to and um, being out Promotion there. Promotion and, and stuff. Yeah, I just think we are. We, we're really friendly people, actors, I think, because we love to get to know people and the human thing. So just talk to someone. Like, I met five new people last night mm-hmm. that I didn't know. Just go up to them. Don't be afraid to just, just be like... Just go up and give them a hug because that's what actors do. But at least go up and say, hey, hi, tell me about yourself. Yeah. I'm Charlotte. And, you know, I just wanted to meet you. Yeah, like wh- like when I first started, I had no one. No one. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh my God, I see all these people with all these groups. It's so hard. But then you got to knuckle down. you got to get yeah. on Facebook, get on Instagram, send them a message, you know, yeah. share the love, support them and they'll support you. And when you do make it, maybe do support the underdog who is still trying to get in that industry, which we, we love doing. So when you do yeah. finally get that click or you get that production company, look at the young talent coming up mm. and say, what can they offer? And maybe they just need a, a helping hand and they can be amazing. Yeah, and what, a ch- what, an, what an amazing offer to guide some, um, opportunity to guide someone as well because that teaches you so much about yourself yes. as a yes. human anyway. Oh, my goodness. Charlotte, okay. shh. Yeah, it's time for me to shush. It's time for us to go. Um, we did at least keep it under the hour mark, but I think this is our longest one yet. But it I was mean, just... we were talking about two collaborative partnerships. <laughs> yeah, so yes. technically, we've wrapped early. 
Yeah, we, you've got double the episode, yeah, you know, all, all wrapped up into one creative partnership, Bo. Um, thank you so much for listening. Um, thank you for tuning in. Our socials will follow next in the next tag. And Bella, thank you for being my creative partner. I'm feeling really loved Drums. up right now. I love you, Charlotte. <laughs> I love you too. And thank you, Emily, and thank you, Peter, Pleasure. so much. Thank you for thank having you. us. And keep right. keep listening to the podcast. Oh, yes. It's amazing. You can come on anytime. <laughs> <laughs> See you next week. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to Post Dramatic Stress. To connect with us or to register to come on the podcast, visit us at www.lettingcharlotteout.com or email us via postdramaticstresspod at gmail.com.